Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This is Jeff Fidoten with Believe in Chiefs on the Believe Podcast Network, Kansas City's number one sports podcast network. The only place with a show for every team in Casey and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? On this week's show, former Chiefs offensive lineman Joe Valerio and I break down the Chiefs' win against the Washington football team and preview their game against the Tennessee Titans. Joe, the Chiefs made a lot of mistakes. Once again, committed more turnovers than their opponents in the last game, but also outscored Washington 21 to nothing in the second half. So is this reason to mope or reason for hope? Uh, oh, Jeff, I love it. Reason you know, to move I'm, or reason to hope? You've been saving that one up all week. Oh, all year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm, oh, my gosh. We're going to use that. We're going to use that every week. Our, our listeners are going to have to count how many times we use that from here on out. I love it. Um, I think it's a reason to hope. I do. I, I, well, I'm a little torn down the middle because I'm, I'm mopey a little bit about the Chiefs' inability to take games in the first half right mm-hmm. we were losing the first half against against the Washington football team who who really Jeff on paper again I'm going to say it again that the 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 disclaimer that you don't play games on paper as my coach Schottenheimer drilled that into our heads you know you don't throw your helmets out there just because we're the Chiefs and we've been to the Super Bowl consecutive years blah 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 like doesn't give you the right to just say, well, we're going to walk all over a team like Washington who really on paper doesn't, shouldn't really stand with the chiefs. Again, we were behind at halftime. It took us a while to get going. Patrick made some mistakes. You know, that one interception, we just flubbed it up in the air. Like you can't do that week in and week out. And, and, and again, I'm going to preach this again, right? Like I, like I need to preach to Andy Reid, who's got a hundred wins with two different football teams, but We've got to, I'm going to say this again, and I don't want to sound preachy or getting on, on my, my soapbox, but we've got to learn from these wins. We can't just say, oh, it's a reason to hope and we're going to move on and we won and it's okay. Any, any win in the NFL is a good win. Well, we've got to learn from these, even the 31 to 13 win against Washington, we've got to learn from it because it, you watch that first half and you're going, oh boy, like we lose this game and the Chargers win like you and I talked about, this is like, this is dire straits. Now, we were lucky, you know, the Chargers did not play their best ball this weekend. And, like, that is like a – it's a different game if the Chiefs don't turn it around in the second half, which they always do. But nonetheless, we got to learn from these wins, bud. we got to learn from these wins. Certainly a lot to clean up, uh, as you mentioned. You know, and so – I think as far as the reason to reason to mope is always somewhere in between. And listen, anytime you shut out a team in the second half, I mean, these are NFL teams. That's like that, that, that is a feat for sure. But you know, I, I was at the game and seeing kind of the press box view 
you really saw that this was a Washington team that was really struggling. Uh, Heineke, uh, excuse me, Heineke was really struggling. Um, and, and, you know, he missed he missed a lot of open receivers. You saw guys that the Chiefs did not defend particularly well uh, and, and were wide well open. And his receivers didn't help him either. Terry McLaurin and De'Ami Brown, who are good young players, dropped a lot of passes they should have had. Um, so, yeah, I think it's somewhere in between. I, I definitely think they have to clean up uh, the turnovers. And a, another thing that it showed certainly in the first half, there's so much talk. We talked about it that uh, Daniel Sorensen had really been struggling. And, and I think he was a little bit, we talked about how he had kind of a convenient scapegoat for uh, yeah. a, a variety of reasons, though he certainly had struggled. So Thornhill got the start over him. Uh, there are defensive issues beyond just replacing him with Sorensen and beyond Willie Gay coming back. Chris Jones will help. Frank Clark's getting better. But there are still definite um, issues with this team on offense and defense but Joe the best sign might be in this lead us to the Titans a little bit later on is the AFC is kind of I was so worried that the Chiefs already with three losses were so far behind they couldn't catch up well the Chargers lost the Bills lost on Monday night so that might be the best news out of everything oh yeah there there is a lot of parity and and you know look Jeff if I've said it once I've said it a hundred times in the last couple of weeks you know Teams don't just sit around and admire the best of the best. You know, when you look at the Cowboys in the 90s and the run that they went on, you look at the Bills in the 80s and 90s, you look at the Steelers and the runs, and you look at, you know, the Pat- well, of course, the Patriots, right, and the runs that they went on. Like, teams don't just sit around and admire those teams and go, oh, look how great the Patriots are. Look how great the Chiefs are. They do something about it, right? Everybody's – no one wants to be at the bottom. And, and that's the great thing about the NFL, right? I mean, teams are constantly looking at what other teams are doing, what's working for them, what's not working. They're making adjustments. They're drafting. They're picking up free agents. Everybody's always on the move in the NFL. It is not a static, stagnant league by any stretch of the imagination. So, you know, that's what, that's what you get when, when teams focus on it. You get parity. You know, you get teams that have improved and go out and find the Herberts of the world and the Josh Allens of the world and the Stephon Diggs. You know, people go out and find those players. The, 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 the comeback of Emmanuel Sanders, right? New, fresh start with the Bills. I mean, I'm watching him closely because he's on my fantasy team, right? And, <laughs> and, and it's like, you know, people go out and do things. And, and I, I, you know, I, I thought the Chiefs did that last year. Like, I thought they did it. We... We talked about it, Jeff, a ton, right? Jaron Reed, we, we talked about this, this, the offensive line and the rebuild. And, you know, again, the ho- some hope sides. I'm, 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 you know me. I'm the eternal optimist. I am glass nine-tenths full when it comes to optimism. And, and, you know, I think the things that I loved about the game, the spreading around on passing game, everybody shared in that, you know, something I've been preaching for a while, right? getting everybody involved. Now, granted, this, you know, the Washington football team had some, has some holes, but you know, the fact that Patrick found Travis eight times, Tyreek nine times, McColl four, Pringle three, DeMarcus three for, you know, 12 yards, an average 15, 18, 15. Like he spread the ball around. Darrell Williams, is he for like, he's for real, you know, going to give you some dap for, you know, the article that you wrote for Forbes, uh, you know, 
I mean, here's a guy that, whew, I was really worried, you know, Clyde Edwards Alaire, like, okay, what's going to happen now? And Daryl Williams gets some reps and he does some things. Clean up some of those mistakes. We learn from this win just as much as if we would have lost. And, you know, that's going to get us, I think that's going to get this team ready to just focused on with a lot of the hope side. Um, you know, uh, boy, the moping side for me is still around this defense, Jeff. And you, you were there at the game. You saw it probably better than anybody because you had that bird's eye view of where people were aligned and the missed passes. Like if we're playing a Herbert or an Allen in that game with, you know, some, Tom Brady, right. right, what does that look like for the Chiefs? What does that 31 to 13 loss win look like if, you know, the Redskins oh, – yeah, I was, I was so oh, – I had to – I was – so working on not saying that I'm so, you know, I'm 52 years old and they've been that my whole life. So I apologize. It's, it's hard, uh, right? It's, it's a hard. The, the, the Washington right. football team, you know, what if they would have had one or two more pieces? What does that game look like for us? You, you, you almost what, wonder what if they, you know, before the season, I actually thought this would be a tough game because the, the Washington and I, I pause there because I almost did it. Uh, the Washington defense last year was really good. Um, and I thought they'd have Fitzpatrick, a quarterback who was so hot and cold. And I thought, mm-hmm. you know, if he's hot, this is a team that could – and you wonder even if, if he was there opposed to Heineke, um, it, it, might, it could have been even uh, more difficult for the, the Chiefs, at least in the first half. Well, we're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season. More props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's B-L-E-A-V-50, to receive your bonus from basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Uh, Joe, before we preview the, the Titans um, game here against the Chiefs, something we need to talk about is a, a lot is Patrick Mahomes. You know, I even wrote about this, uh, about his interceptions. He now has eight. That's uh, more than he's had since his first year of, of – um, uh, as a starting quarterback, he's on pace for 23. So in some of them, the Tyreek Hill pass, you know, that was something Hill should have had. That was a, a drop. And people were saying, you know, that that shouldn't count. Well, you know, interceptions, that sometimes that's what happens in interceptions. And sometimes defensive guys should catch the ball. They drop it. It don't, doesn't count. It's, it's like a sack. You know, it's not yeah. – still counts. It's not always on the offensive line. Sometimes it's a coverage sack. Anyhow, um, Joe, th- th- this is a concern that that um, he's always been so careful with the football, and he still had three and 197 yards passing. I know that some amazing plays, the the darts on the two yard touchdown pass. He had the the uh, little pitch to Kelsey. He had the one that didn't count, but might have been his best play when he he ran around through across his body, and the, the offsetting penalties caused the play to be uh, replayed. And of course he had that one to McCall Hartman where he perfectly led him for 49 yards. But 
this is it, Joey. This to me seems like a concern. This was kind of the Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is such a transcendent player, one of the best ever play the game. I think he's the best quarterback in the NFL. But when uh, he was getting drafted, people were saying, oh, he has all this arm talent, but he's a little bit of a risk taker. He's, he might be a little Jay Cutler-esque. He's obviously far beyond that. But now I'm start, it's starting to – like those projections right now, you know, have, have a little bit more validity. Oh, definitely, Jeff. I, you know, look, again, I, and I don't want to beat this to a pulp, but, you know, the – the teams sit around in the off season and watch and watch and watch and watch, right? I mean, you can't expect things to go too long before now the chiefs its chess, right? The chiefs mm-hmm. are now going to have to start looking at, okay, how are we going to put Patrick into better situations and better circumstances, right? For him not to have to take risks and for make the sm- to make the smart throw, um, you know, teams are, rushing fewer players, sitting players back, uh, you know, in coverage and, and just bracketing Tyreek. They're bracketing Travis. They're making him throw to other receivers. And once that starts happening, you know, that's when you're going to see, you know, some of these picks happen, right? Because teams are, they're making the same, you know, they're making the same type of uh, adjustments that you'd expect the Chiefs to make when they're winning or losing a game and they're making mistakes. So, you know, I, I just think people are going to have to appreciate the fact that Eric Bieniemy and Andy Reid are not going to let this go, you know, so far that he, he, he gets into a, a rut where he's, you know, throwing multiple picks in a game. Um, I, you know, look, Josh Allen threw one last night. I mean, Josh Allen, you know, I watched all that game and, you know, I don't, he made some really ducky, I'll call them ducky throws. I mean, yeah. you know, he, he made some bad, like it's tough. It's tough when, you know, teams are coming at you and they're, they're figuring you out and they're making adjustments and, you know, you put yourself in that situation as a quarterback and, you know, yeah, you're going to try to, you're going to try to carry the team a little bit. You're going to make an errant throw. You're going to push, you're going to force a little bit. I think to me, I think that is, I think it, that's the biggest thing that I'm concerned about right now when it comes to Patrick Mahomes. I'm not worried about how his skill translates to what other play, uh, defensive coordinators are doing or what other teams' adjustments uh, are happening out on the field. My biggest concern is that Patrick Mahomes, in his mind, now again, I'm putting thoughts into his head from my head, is that he doesn't have the confidence in this defense that he has had in the past. And I think he's pressing. I think he's putting the weight of the entire city and any NFL fan that is a fan of the Chiefs, he's putting that entire weight on his shoulders right now, right? Because we're going to talk a lot about Derrick Henry, I'm sure. You know, he doesn't have a running game that is feared, okay? The Chiefs have a decent running game, okay? Let's be honest. It's a good running game, but it's, you know – Derrick Henry made some runs and he, he stiff armed some people last night that I was like, I, that is, that's a man, that's a man playing a boys game right now. And you know, the chiefs don't have that in the running game and their line is really coming together. And I think they're move, they're getting movement and the misdirection and the things that, you know, Eric Bien is able to come up with as the coordinator are really good, but they don't have a feared running game. So couple that with this 
defense that is really struggling because you know it's got to be in the locker room all the time, right? Because I remember it was when I was playing, right? There was always that, well, it's your, you know, the little bit of the finger pointing and, you know, the erosion of the chemistry a little bit when one, one unit feels like they're carrying the other units a little bit. It happens. Look, as much as you don't want to say it, these guys are all buds and they're, you know, there's going to be some of that friction that happens in a locker room, whether it's tongue in cheek or whether it's like serious. And I think, you know, that was a really long diatribe on where I think Patrick is struggling right now. And it's not his skills. It's not his ability to read defenses. It's pushing and pressing because he's trying to carry the whole weight of the team on his shoulders but so, because of the running game and, and, and our lack of defense. Great point. I, I think he's pressing too. And of course, the best example of that was toward the end of the half when he fumbled the snap, just, just – take the sack, living to play another down. The Chiefs could have gotten a, a, a field goal. They were, you know, on the 20 of Washington. Instead, he forced one of the worst plays he's ever made, forced that pass, which was picked by Kendall Fuller. I think that's an, exa- an excellent example of him pressing. And moving forward, though, Joe, this, this, is a, this should be a really interesting game against the Titans. This is a game I think Mahomes – I mean, he, listen, he could throw it against everyone – but the Titans, while a very talented team and scary with Derrick Henry, they're, they're getting more of a rush on the passer than last year. Harold Landry is playing really well. But this is a team that's really beat up in the secondary. Uh, Caleb Farley, a first-round pick at corner, looked like he might have torn his ACL. Uh, Christian Fulton, another young, good young corner, is out. The Bills had a lot of success targeting Janoris Jenkins. Uh, yeah, uh, do, do you think that Mahomes – maybe can relax a little bit and uh, really exploit this Titans defense. I sure hope so, Jeff, because I think, you know, when I watched Patrick make that mistake this week against Washington and all I kept thinking about was what was going through his head at that time. And I think what happens in these situations, again, I'm, I'm stating the obvious of something I've already said, but I think it's a point that we just have to keep making is his thought process had to have been subconsciously right subconscious in his mind. He maybe not like coming out and thinking it, you know, overtly like it was right there, but in the back of his mind saying, I got to make a play here because I can't let this defense get back out on the field because he's, I think he's afraid of, I think he's afraid of what's going to happen if, and when they do, when you watch, you know, teams kind of move the ball and, and you, you know, listen, if you don't think Patrick sees, wow, if, if Heineke just would have like thrown like a decent ball there, that's a first down. Or if, you know, if he throws a decent ball there, they're driving and they're moving, they're moving the chains. Like, you know, Patrick's watching that. He's watching all that happen. And he's thinking, all right, I got, you know, look, let's be honest. Here's a guy that the organization has invested a half a billion dollars in him. He's the marquee name of the league. He's all over TV. He's everywhere. And He's got to be thinking, right? He's got pressure coming from all sides. His mom wants to change the rules about, you know, interceptions, you know, yeah, because. I, it, we talked about how I thought that was really a crazy idea, just like my example of sacks. It, yeah, I mean, that's just the way. That's why you have to watch the game. You can't totally go by the numbers. But, yeah, sometimes receivers, he's had this a lot where they should have had the ball. But sometimes the defenders drop what should be an interception, too. It's just the way it works. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's, so yeah. So what's Patrick going to be thinking about heading into this Titans game? Stay on the field. 
you know, we've got to find a way to sustain drives and keep, you know, keep Derrick Henry off, off the field, right? Because I think that's probably what, you know, he's going to wake up in a cold sweat thinking about next couple of nights is, you know, what, what can Derrick Henry do against this defense that's struggling in, in a lot of facets of the game? And eh, Tannehill was okay. He, he didn't, he didn't, we obviously they won the game, but you know, he didn't lose. He, he wasn't going to be the reason they lost it. You know, I mean, he's, he made the plays he needed to make against, you know, the number one defense in the league. Was he perfect? Absolutely not. He's been sacked more than any other quarterback in the AFC. Um, and, and I think the, I think they're number two in the league in the amount of sacks they give up next to the bears. So, you know, you know that's something I really want to talk about too, is I think that's one of the more, um, that, that could be a deciding factor for the game. You mentioned the struggles, the, the Titans offensive line, you mentioned those numbers. They, I mean, Chandler Jones had five sacks against them in, in, uh, week one. Also, um, we saw that unfortunate scene on Monday night football, uh, their best, Offensive lineman, they're one of the highest paid offensive linemen in the, the league. Taylor Luan was was carted off. We're hoping it's just more of a concussion than like a serious neck injury. But you know, you would think he doesn't play this. I actually think this is the time for the Chiefs defense. We could see them step up. Frank Clark has made a nice impact. Washington, I think he's getting better. Hopefully, Chris Jones is getting more healthy. That that really is where hopefully the Chiefs can uh, make a big impact on this game. Yeah, the, the defense is, is really got to – really has to win this game, right? I mean, they've, they've got to they've gotta just come out and get – you know, Coach Bags has got to put together a game plan that just gets after Tannehill. I mean, get after him. Create sacks, create turnovers, fumble, you know, uh, you know, strip the ball out of Tannehill or whatever is coming around the corner. Like, do something to give this offense that momentum they need and to get this defense a little bit more confidence heading in here, you know, as we're in the second quarter of the season, uh, we'll, we'll call it, you know, get it like you, before you go in the locker room at halftime, like give them that momentum that they need, that this team needs that we are counting on, right. You and I talked about this early on, you know, in the off season about how, like when the schedule came out, like we knew those first five games were going to be tough, right. The road, even the road game against the Eagles who, you know, were, who are rebuilding, right. We knew that there was, that was, going to be the big meat of the of the beginning of their schedule especially with that new offensive line that they have so you know we need that momentum going into this you know we come out of this with a couple wins a couple more wins and a couple more teams you know falter and everybody's back in the mix and you know because there was I know there was a lot of talk out there that that this Chiefs team maybe wasn't going to win the AFC West you know and that's probably looking a little different right now having you know having seen you know, what the Chargers and, and, and the Raiders and, um, you know, what Denver are really all about, right? So I think they're, I think they're still incredible possibility. And I believe that I think the Chiefs, if they can get their defensive game plan put together, give Patrick that confidence to, to not have to make mistakes, uh, you know, or I'm, I'm sorry, not have to press so he makes mistakes. I, I think this team wins, wins the AFC West. And, and, and certainly I, looking both the AFC picture, if if not the Chiefs, who? I mean, there's other certainly the Bills, Ravens, a lot of other teams. Just but some losses are accumulating, and specifically the the division, the Chargers getting just destroyed by the Ravens. Run defense looks an, an issue. The Raiders, obviously, the whole issues with Groot, which could be a whole other podcast. But you wonder about the leadership there with the interim coach and and the Broncos having a strong. 
really struggling losing to that team that just has so much turmoil. Back to this game uh, specifically, Joe, uh, another thing I wanted to toss out there uh, to listeners, because it's just kind of a cool thing. Another thing to watch is that the Chiefs punter, uh, Townsend, his brother is the punter for the Titans. So it's kind of a cool, like, it's like the old, when we had Dustin Colquitt, I mean, it would, you would always yeah. run into Britt and Colquitt uh, on another team. Uh, so kind of, kind of watch out for that with Tommy Townsend and his brother there. Joe, um, we saw how scary Derrick Henry is. How do you see this shaking out? What, what's your prediction for this game? I, I think this is going to be – I think it's going to be uh, relatively high scoring. Uh, I, know, I know, you know, you kind of said that earlier. You're, you're kind of in that camp that, um, you know, you could see this game getting a little high scoring. I, I think it's going to look a lot similar to the Bills game. You know, I think you're going to see, you know, I think you're going to see Derrick Henry with some ball control. He's going to break a run or two. He's going to set them up for success. Um, I, I see the Chiefs winning this game. I really do. As much as, as much as you know, a lot of the, the people who are down on the Chiefs right now would say, well, you know, what, look what the, the Titans are up and coming. Look what they did to the Bills. I mean, the Bills just had, you know, they just had that game that, you know, they had coming to them. You know, they've been, they've been kind of floating on cloud nine there for a little bit, and they're kind of coming back down to earth. So I think, I think the Chiefs win this game. Uh, I think they, you know, they go into Nashville with some momentum from from the Washington football win, and then I think they, I think they win this game by four, and I think it's a thirty, I think it's like a thirty-one twenty-seven type game, uh, just kind of like mirrors a little bit of what you saw in in the Bills Titans game if if you watched that one. I'm going uh, very similar, like high scoring, close game. I'm thinking thirty-eight thirty-five Chiefs. 35, 31. We'll go 38, 35, just so I have a little bit of a difference, you know, in the margin and stuff than you. Uh, <laughs> I, I just think that the, I think uh, the Chiefs are going to expose uh, that Titans secondary with all the injuries we mentioned. I, the Titans, again, are really beat up. And then I think that offensive line, I think Derrick Henry is going to have, we were talking about this in the press box, or the over-under of, of 200 yards. There was a lot of the, uh, the people who covered the Chiefs were really worried about how much yardage and thought he might even get that much. And I think he's going to do some damage, but I think the offensive line issues for the Titans, I think there will be a couple stops on a sack, maybe even a forced turnover that will be just enough to, for that uh, margin. Joe, speaking of that offensive line, I want last thing I want to touch on before we wrap up here, uh, the Chiefs made a move. Uh, Mike Remmer starting for Lucas Niang and as, as well as the Chiefs offensive line had played with despite all those moving parts and changes uh, Niang had been we had talked about kind of the, the weak link there and Remmers mm-hmm. came in against a good def- very good defensive line I thought he played well he gave up one sack to Chase Young is really good I saw the one play and I didn't see the defender but that he actually absolutely pancaked um, so Joe what's your grade on the Chiefs, Chiefs offensive line against uh, Washington and and your thoughts on that move uh, to replace Niang? Well, I think look, I think that's I, I I give them an I give them an A for that. I give them an A for saying okay, we 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 gave it a shot, right? We went you know we went uh, you know almost six games with with what we thought, and they made their evaluations, right? And they're gonna they're closest to it, right? So Andy Heck and Eric Bieniemy and Andy Reid are closest to it, and they're gonna say you know what they're watching the film. 
tons of it, loads of it, day in and day out. And they're saying, okay, let's think about, you know, what's the best chemistry for this team. I mean, you know, the fact that we let up three sacks against Washington was not real, you know, it wasn't real positive. Um, you know, I think, I, I think, I think Patrick is still well protected. Um, I think they, um, you know, against Washington had, you know, good for, you know, lots of first downs, good third down efficiency, you know, ran 20 more plays than Washington did. And I think that's a credit to, you know, to the offensive line, um, you know, not, you know, really, really a, a crew that has not had a lot of penalties against them. Um, I, you know, I've been really pleasantly happy with, with how they've, they've stayed out of the penalty box, so to speak, the mix mix metaphors there with hockey and, and football. Um, <laughs> But they, you know, I, but I think from, that's what's the, we're, all, we're all about mixed metaphors on this. We're part. all about mixed metaphors, but yeah, I, I think, I think I would, I'd give, I still give them an A minus for for where where they are, Jeff, and you know, six games in, five new, you know, five new up until you know now with Mike coming back in, you know, he's a he's a he's a cheese veteran, and I think you know bringing him back into the mix, we, he gave they gave Lucas every opportunity to be successful, and I think he did fine, he did great, but. You know, obviously, they felt like it wasn't enough to get them over that next that next hurdle, and um, you know that's the reason why the Chiefs' offensive line has ten starters on the roster, right? I mean, and I say that I don't say that loosely. I, I really mean it. They they literally have ten starters on, on the offensive line, and that's the you know that's the the benefit and and the sort of the blessing that uh, this team has given itself is that they can they can start to interchange some of these parts as they see other parts, you know, squeaky wheels, you know, they give it some grease. And now we've got, you know, we've got a, a veteran in there, uh, you know, taking the place of somebody who, you know, he's look, Luke's going to be a good player. He's going to have a good career. And I just, Basically, you know, I guess, look, they, I mean, yeah. And also to his credit, you know, he did have somewhat of an injury. So, you know, I think there was uh, the reason for replacing him was, performance-based, but there was also a health reason, too, so you can kind of go back and forth and you can eventually reclaim it. And speaking of that 10-deep offensive line, Joe, uh, it's going to be interesting to see whether Kyle Long, if, if he gets activated with the uh, uh, off the, the pup list, another guy to watch on that uh, deep offensive line and another guy they could maybe use. I'm curious to see that. Yeah, definitely. He, you know, he, he was, he was a great, is a great pickup. And it's funny because you, it's funny. I was, I was just thinking about him because I was looking when you were talking about the Colquitt thing. Um, I was actually doing some research, you know, the, earlier this week. And I was, t I was thinking about brothers that played in the NFL and I was thinking about the ball because I was, I was following, um, you know, Brian Baldinger on, on, uh, on Twitter. And, you know, he does these great play analysis and things like that. And, and I was thinking about the Baldy brothers, right. And I played with Rich in Kansas city and, uh, you know, I was thinking about all the brother combos that have been in the NFL. And, um, and I was, and, and I came across the, the long, you know, Chris and Chris and Kyle, and, you know, obviously their dad, Howie, and this whole, like, you know, the long royalty family in the NFL, right. They all had great careers. And um, yeah, I, I, I and I was thinking about his career with, you know, with the bears and what a pickup he was. And I think he, he could bring another level of tenacity. I just, I just don't know. I mean, we're playing so well in the interior. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know where, where the space might be mm -hmm. for Kyle, just to be honest. I, you know, while we're talking about him, I, I don't, I, I don't know where, I don't know where he's going to fit in. The, the um, strength does seem to be that, 
Creed, Tooney, Trey Smith does seem to be like the biggest strength. Yeah, that. And now uh, Kyle Long did kick out and play right tackle some with the Bears. So maybe they could, you know, if Remmers for some reason doesn't work out or gets hurt, maybe that's something they could consider. But uh, nonetheless, they certainly have a lot of options. And I agree that uh, Kyle Long right now at guard doesn't make a lot of sense uh, with the way those guys are playing. Well, if you enjoy the show presented by Bet Online, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.